Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It is me, your man, Jordan Reigns, back again with another episode of, or another show, the IDP Army Podcast. Thank you for joining us on YouTube. Thank you for joining us in the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about Week 7, Fantasy Football IDP Guy Waivers. Um, We're also going to recap Week 6, talk about some of the bigger weeks we had, some of the smaller weeks we had going forward, some of the things we can take away. Um, yeah, and just get you prepped for the rest of the season. So stick around for, like I said, the week seven IDP uh, fantasy football waiver wire targets, and we'll get you cracking for week seven. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Before we get started, please make sure if you are on YouTube, you thumbs up the video and subscribe to the channel. We would appreciate that. Um, Before we get into everything else, um, check out Patreon. We just updated all the the injuries for this last week, as well as all the snap counts uh, through uh, Monday, the Monday game. We still have a game tonight between the Titans, um, who they're playing, and... One of the things I did notice, I really wanted to, I wanted to bring this up quickly, is Hassan Reddick is currently out snapping um, Brian Burns, which is I won't want to say it's concerning, but it's it's interesting. You know, we think of Brian Burns as the the, the primary guy, as the edge rusher there, who would probably get the most. He's not on prove it deal, um, you know, like Hassan Reddick is. He was drafted very highly. I think he was a top fifteen draft uh, pick. So. Curious, wanted to bring that up early. I noticed that while putting that data into the index earlier. Um, 
Another thing I noticed is, uh, if anybody knows, did Darnell Savage get injured? He only played 51% of snaps yesterday. So if you know anything about why that is, I couldn't find anything about that. Please drop a comment or leave a comment if you're in the live stream. would appreciate that. Um, last little piece of things that I really wanted to bring forward early is Preston Smith. Only played 13% of snaps. Kind of weird. Um, Rashawn Gary, who we will talk about soon or here in a little bit, uh, he played a lot of snaps this last week. He's trending up in a big way for Green Bay. So if you're a Green Bay Packers fan, if you just play IDP fantasy football, you know he was one of my sleepers coming into the year. The snaps are finally hitting for him in a way that makes him a viable starting option every week. So if you see him available, go get him. You know, and he's a, he's somebody that I actually have on my list of buy lows slash get now players. Um, going to be doing some videos on that or try to get a video out later this week on that. So keep an eye on the channel for that as well. Um, all right, I guess we'll go ahead and start talking about some of the big weeks we had. Let's, let's not bury the lead. TJ Watt, okay, coming out here, had a big game last night. Basically won that game for the Steelers, um, the back of six solos, a tackle for three tackles for loss, which is insane. Three pass deflections, wild, two sacks, two quarterback hits, a forced fumble, 45 total points in uh, baseline IDP, one, two, three scoring. Um, I actually wanted to share uh, something here real quick I saw on Twitter. You know, from somebody, obviously, you know, my opinion is everybody knows I'm biased toward T.J. Watt, but I thought it was interesting that our guy here, um, Ari, uh, my sports update on Twitter said Steelers broke precedent and gave TJ Watt a massive four-year, $112 million contract that included $80 million guaranteed over the first three years. He finished tonight. This was last night when he tweeted it. Seven tackles, two sacks, three tackles for loss, three pass deflections, and a game-winning walk-off force fumble worth every penny. I mean, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of good things that a lot of defenders do in the NFL, but actually winning your team a game not quite as a common uh, place and for tj watt to do that and you know if you've paid attention last few years he's done that multiple times the whole year that big ben was missing um the steelers won so many games on the back of the the pressures and the constant force fumbles and good field position that tj watt and the other guys up front were giving them so he's my um, lead for defensive player of the year they're probably going to give it to trevon diggs who Another thing I got to share with you guys, Trevon Diggs. I mean, this guy went had another interception yesterday. That gives him on the season, uh, what is that, seven? We've had six weeks. He had one every week, and he had two one week. So he has seven interceptions. But it's it goes deeper than that. Like, it's even deeper than that. Um, let me pull this tweet up for you guys. I didn't realize this. This is coming from our man, Marcus Mosier. Shout out to Marcus Mosier. He's a great guy. Uh Cowboys CB Trevon Diggs has 10 interceptions in his last 11 games. That's incredible. 10 turnovers in the last 11 games. Um, so it's going to be hard for TJ Watt to fight that. You guys already know I'm early and often to the TJ Watt defensive player of the year conversation because every year it seems like somebody else gets it over him. But I wanted to bring that up. Um, Another couple of tweets I saw are pretty interesting. I, I saved them for you guys. Hassan Reddick, no sack yesterday, but did have three quarterback hits that coming in from our man, Matt Schwaff. He's another IDP head out there. And then this one, Randy Gregory um, had some sacks today. He had a really big day. He's been playing very well in the absence of, um, of our guy, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. So 
good things are happening for the Cowboys um, offensively and defensively. So that's positive. So wanted to bring that up. Um, TJ Watt, like I said, he's currently my leader for Defensive Player of the Year. I still think Trevon Diggs is going to edge him out right now. Max Crosby, I told you guys earlier this week, um, he had a big game coming. He got his big game. Um, the pressure's all paid off. Three and a half sacks overall. I believe it says three here, but I thought he had three and a half. Um, a tackle for loss, an assist, two solos, a pass defended, five quarterback hits. The pressures have been uber high, and, you know, he's had this game coming. Last week, a zero really hurt you, but that's the nature of the defensive line position. And hopefully you stuck with Max Crosby and you were able to cash in. Because, you know, I mean, even if, you know, you must be optimistic. You got a zero last week, but you split 32 in half. I mean, you really got, you know, 18 18 points each week. That's not bad. Right? That math adds up, right? Da, 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 yeah. So, you know, and, and I think this is going to continue for Max Crosby. And another crazy thing about this week for Max Crosby is he played a pretty low number of snaps this last week uh, for Max Crosby. I'm not saying just like overall, like he still played a good amount for a defensive line player. But for Max Crosby, listen to these snap counts he's had since week one, looking at the ultimate IDP index here which you can get in the link below in the comment section, but 90% week one, 90% week two, 75 plus percent, 75 plus percent week three and four, 80 over 80% week five. And then this week is the lowest uh, snap share of the season. 65, just a little over 65% has his biggest game. So I don't know what that means really, but it, it's curious and it maybe means that there's more, there's bigger games out there for Max Crosby. So kudos to him. We love to see that. Um, cause you're white. This is, this is a good one uh, for you guys. He was the number one off ball linebacker of the week. Um, he's for the chargers. He can be played in the defensive back spot as well on sleeper, which makes him a great play. Um, he's been making some splash plays the last couple of weeks. I know he had a sack on Mahomes a couple of weeks ago, quarterback hit this week, a tackle for a loss, two interceptions. Obviously that's going to boost your score a lot, but he's earned those. Um, he really has, he's been having a great season. He's on the thumbnail for this video. Uh, which is pretty drippy, you know, if you want to give me a little extra thumbs up for that. I, I enjoy making thumbnails. Um, I think this is one of the better ones. So shout out because you're white, my guy. Um, going on by this next week, so don't let him get dropped. Don't let him be forgotten. Um, you know, I wouldn't say like prioritize getting him on your team, but he's probably going to be easy to get if some somebody's not going to hold on to him super tight you know especially coming in this bye week and definitely check your waivers for him he was on the waiver wire show he's been on the waiver wire show the last two weeks so if you've been watching this series if you've been keeping up with the channel you you probably have him on your team so that's a that's a huge hit for us idp army because he was the number one linebacker this week you could play him as a defensive back which is even cooler um and we've been telling you to get him the last couple of weeks so kudos to him Going on down the list, another guy who was early in the season was on our waiver wire show, Cole Holcomb, played 100% of snaps again. Massive tackle numbers for Cole Holcomb on the season, actually. Um, <clears throat> in overall tackles, he is seventh with 58, and that's just one behind Jordan Brooks. That's just two behind Eric Kendricks. That's just four behind Roquan Smith. So he's doing big things in the tackle department, a lot of those being solos as well. Um, on the solo tackle list, he's third in the league behind only Denzel Perryman and Bobby Wagner with 37 for 
uh, Cole Holcomb. Two tackles to, for loss to go with that, two forced fumbles, two pass deflections, an interception, and a sack. He's really putting together a nice season here um, on the box score. I know he graded pretty well in PFF. I haven't looked at what his PFF grade is. I mean, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's good enough to get him paid next year, hopefully. So, But he's having a good season. Um, hopefully you guys added him. Hopefully you've been playing him. I know sometimes when these guys, you add them to your team, and they're doing well, but you haven't been used to playing them. You haven't been uh, getting those points into your roster and kind of becoming emotionally attached to those players. It can be hard to slide them in there. Um, that's why a lot of times you end up putting those guys in your flex spot, and then you'll kind of move them up as the season goes because you are adapting to the ebb and flow of the season, how you saw it going versus how it is going. So at this point, Cole Holcomb is essentially a linebacker one. Um Lock him into your lineups, uh, having a great season. Jordan Hicks, another guy who we were in, coming in this year, we were a little nebulous on. Zayvon Collins, first-round pick. Isaiah Simmons, first-round pick. Both linebackers. You know, two years ago, Jordan Hicks had the overall linebacker, off-ball linebacker, one season. Last year, dropped down a little bit in the ranks. I think he finished, like, linebacker 20-ish. You don't have to vet me on that. But so far this year, he's having another great season. Um, two sacks yesterday. Obviously, that's going to boost your score quite a bit. But four solos, two tackles for a loss, and two assists, those are still good numbers for him. Um, so he's, you know, should be locked into your lineup every single week. I think I had him ranked like linebacker 20 this week or so. He finished uh, quite a bit higher than that overall. Um, that was good enough for linebacker six on the week. Um, so, um, so for your, let's see who we got here next. I had some other guys in the linebacker list who finished pretty well. Alex Singleton came through for you. Darius Leonard came through. Corey Littleton, keep your eye on Corey Littleton. His snaps have been going up. It seems like Nick Kwiatkowski is kind of being phased out of this defense. Um, Corey Littleton is quietly, sneakily, slyly kind of sliding his way back into IDP relevance, probably an every week start at this point. Um, I'm not saying playing him as a one, but as a back end two, I'm really starting to come around to the idea of Corey Littleton this year, Logan Wilson, again, just another top-tier performance, another linebacker one performance for him. Um, just lock and load him. Bobby Okrecki, this is another interesting thing. I, d I don't have it written down. I don't have a graphic made for it when I was looking at my research earlier. Um, linebacker 13 this week, 24 points. Good. Darius Leonard, a little ahead of him. Linebacker 10, 26. So one thing, two, they're both Colts and being productive. We've seen that before with Anthony Walker and Darius Leonard. But more interestingly, Bobby Okrecki outsnapped Darius Leonard this week by, I don't know the number, but I think Bobby Okrecki had the 100% and uh, Darius Leonard had like 80, 85%. So interesting, um, interesting, something to keep an eye on. Uh, so other defensive line players and that I didn't get on here, I'm going to keep going through this list, but I want to bring up Cam Hayward had a massive night last night, sack, nine tackles. He currently has five pass deflections, which is like one of the highest in the league among all positions, which is kind of crazy. Um, Kenny Clark had a great game yesterday, two sacks. If you're in a D-tackle specific league, you probably played him. I have him in a D-tackle specific league, but I also have DeForest Buckner and Javon Hargraves in that league, so I did not start him. So I didn't get to read the rewards of his, you know, two, three good games this season, but that's life. Leonard Williams came through with a good game. DeForest Buckner still took care of me. Five tackles, a sack, quarterback hit. <clears throat> um, yeah, so let's continue on some of the other big games. It was a really big week for defensive backs, and 
not like the chalkiest defensive backs, but some guys that you have wanted to play. So I'm starting with Deshaun Elliott because this one kind of hurts because I didn't play him this week. We've He's been having injury issues the last couple of weeks. I still had him ranked pretty high. I think he was in my top 30. Um, he was incredible this week. An interception, a sack, um, three solos, tackle for loss, two pass defended, 28 points. I have him in several leagues. I don't think I started him in anywhere. I think I might start him in one league. Hopefully you IDP Army started him and got to reap the rewards of that. Um, you weren't as, as, as scared as I was off of him, but great week for him. Keep locking him in. And again, this is what what I said coming into the year that makes um, the defensive backs for Baltimore so valuable is the fact that they are, they're blitzed. I mean, just flat out. I mean, he got a sack. I mean, this guy's a free safety um, and he'll probably get another one or two more this season. They offer you upside um, besides interceptions and he still got an interception. So, um, another guy who gets blitzed a decent bit is Kari Willis. Had a great game for him. Five tack, five sacks. Another guy who's kind of coming off an injury, so you might have not had him in your lineup. I had him pretty highly ranked this last week. I believe he was in my top 24. Um, but pass defended. A lot of this came on the back of big plays, fumble recovery, the sack, etc. But he does this. You know, this it's Kari Willis. It's time to put some respect on some of these safeties' names. Um, a, a big week, 29 points. I mean, there are multiple leagues that I am, you know, I need some stuff tonight, and I've won some leagues on the back of my defensive backs this week. Um, Taylor Rapp, I mean, another awesome defensive back week here. Two interceptions, three pass defended, only one solo tackle, three assists, a quarterback hit. Yeah, it was on the back of the big plays, but again, we've seen Taylor Rapp have the tackles in the past before. We know those are, you know, those are low, lower variance plays, but they're, they'll come around. Um, yeah, he had a big game here. It compensated for the lack of the tackles. But you know what? I mean, we, again, we've seen him do this before. We'll see him do it again. Um, Jordan Fuller, another defensive back, same team, had a great week. I don't think that I have his graphic to pull up. But he had 20 points, um, 11 tackles. Kenny Moore, I don't think I have his graphic here to pull up either. Um, but he was same team as Corey Willis. Another great game for him, nine tackles. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it was kind of like I said, kind of a chalky week. You probably started most of all of these guys that I've mentioned so far, except for Deshaun Elliott, maybe. Or maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just the only idiot that didn't do it. Um, Kyle Duggar came through with a big game. Uh, pass defended, interception, eight solo tackles. Eight solo tackles is a good number for any defensive back. So he seemed to be around the ball a good bit. His his snaps seemed pretty high. So I'm, I'm, I'm warming up more to Kyle Duggar being like an every week start. Um, Jonathan Abram had a great week interception. He just been playing really good this year. He's been a top tier uh, DB pretty much every week. So, um, you know, I've been my record of kind of just like kind of shading him just, you know, 24, seven, 365. That's over. Now those days are done because he's having a great season. Week one to week seven, 17 points, 16 points, 10, 14, 10, 25. He has not been under double digit points for you a single time this season. And he hasn't even had a double-digit tackle game yet either. So I, I like what I see here from him, his ability to maintain a high score um, without necessarily needing the crux of it to come on a huge tackle game. So um, just a comparison, I was just talking about Taylor Rapp. 16, 19, 12, 18, two-point game last week, and then a 27-point game this week. So um, another high-floor, high-ceiling guy, kind of a lower ceiling floor, I guess. Uh, the last guy whose graphic I pulled up here, Xavier McKinney, he 
got he got me out of some tight spots yesterday. He had a great game, two interceptions, two passes defended, only three tackles. Um, the Giants got their asses kind of beat yesterday. It was tough to to it was tough, you know. That's tough. But their team's banged up as hell. Um, but you saw a good game from McKinney, you saw a good game from Peppers. I think he had 15 points, and you saw a good game from Logan Ryan as well. So you like to see that. Uh, some other notable DBs that had good games. Derwin James, eight, 19-point game. Minka Fitzpatrick, 19-point game. Um, Anthony Harris, 17-point game before he got pulled out of that game. I think he had a, a head injury or concussion maybe. Uh, Rashawn Jenkins, who I was kind of talking a little bit crap on in the, the ranking show this week. I think I had him ranked like DB 12 or 13. I was like, man, that's way too high. He comes in and finishes the week DB 9, 23 points. So, he uh, probably heard me and was like, bro, shut the hell up. I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, all right. So those are the kind of the big games of the week. There was obviously more. This is not an exhaustive list. You can get on your apps, look this up yourself. You can get on Pro Football Reference and look this stuff up yourself. Um, but next, I'm going to go over some of the, the bye weeks and the guys we're going to have to watch out for. I'm going to go over the the waiver wire targets coming up week this coming up week and then i'll get you out of here off the show but quickly i want to play this promo because i haven't played it in a while so here you go what's good idp army it's jordan reigns and quickly i want to tell you guys today about the big project i've been working on the ultimate idp index the ultimate idp index is the number one resource for idp fantasy football players rookies or veteran for 2021 inside you're going to find contract information tiered idp rankings detailed player production profiles going back to 2017 suggested trade values and a whole lot more including unique write-ups unique videos that will only be available within the ultimate idp index but to me probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly so you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment so what are you waiting for sign up for the idp army patreon today patreon.com forward slash the idp army join the black ops tier and join the idp army today Yo, yo, do me a favor, support the channels, go over to the Patreon. We have several tiers available if you want to get on the IDP index. Um, that's the Black Ops tier. It's had a lot of upgrades since that video was made, that promo was made, um, and it's just going to get better and better. The data just keeps getting layered on top of itself, so get in there now. I'm probably, if, you know, as like it gets more expansive and more inclusive and starts doing more stuff, it's probably the price is going to probably go up on that, but... I'll probably grandfather in people who've been rocking with it for a while. So if you want to get in on like lock it in on that cheap, you know, that cheap, cheap, you know, hit it up now. If you want to, you know, wait till it's all built out, which will never be finished fully and completely because it's like I said, it's constantly evolving. But um, as it gets bigger and better, you know, everything goes up. So do me a favor, throw us a thumbs up, throw us a subscribe. We would appreciate that. Click the link below down there. There's a link for underdogs. The, the podcast, go click that, subscribe to the other show that's on this channel. There's a, a playlist for that. Go some play on Underdog. You get a $10 free if you click the link that's down in the description. Uh, go draft with me this week. They got tournaments. They got single game slates. You can go head-to-head -head against your friends. Just do a private draft with your buddies. I do that a lot. Um, 
Be sure to watch the underdog show. That'll be on Wednesday evening. I think we stream that at like eight. Not the best streaming time. I know not optimal, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's just when I have available. So that's when we do it. If you can watch whatever the hell you want, I don't care. Um, but if you want to watch live and talk shit on the, our drafts, hop on in there. Um, and then my rankings. There's also a rankings uh, button down there or a link. You'll go to the website, idparmy.com. Um, you'll get my weekly rankings, which they haven't been updated yet, but they'll be up there later. What is it, Monday? They'll be up by Tuesday afternoon at the latest, probably later today for a first draft. So you can do that. All right. Before I get out of here, comment below, or not out of here, before I give you the waiver wire stuff, um, comment below how you guys did this week, how your teams are doing. Give me any questions you got. Leave them in the uh, the comment section. We'll get to that. But um, all right, let's talk about some bye weeks. Um, you know, we're going to start, you know, our perfect rosters aren't perked anymore. Injuries are hitting us. Guys are not playing. Um, and then now we just have straight up bye weeks. We have players that are on our team that we cannot put into our roster. So we have some big teams this week, offense and defense. We have uh, the Bills, the Cowboys. There's going to be a lot of players from those teams. Jaguars, Chargers, a lot of players from those teams. And then Vikings um, and Jaguars. I think I already said Jaguars. Uh, Steelers. So those are the teams that are on bye this week. Of those teams, we have some notable players. Joey Bosa, Derwin James from the Chargers will be out. Kazir White, who's going to come up again in the waiver wire segment, who hopefully you already have on your team, is going on bye. Um, Nasir Adderley, he's not on this list. He'll be going on by Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds, Cam Ed, Cam Hayward, Joe Schobert are all going to be on by TJ Watt. Obviously I said him. Um, then, you know, you get to the Vikings, you're going to have Harrison Smith, uh, Eric Kendricks, Neil Hunter. I, I just said him, I think, um, all going to be on by, um, you have Josh Allen from the Jaguars. Jaguars are a little less so concerned about because they've been so, iffy but um if you've been playing Andrew Wingard he will be out you know obviously Josh Allen you haven't been playing Clavon Chase on so that's not an issue Miles Jack was injured he was out this week has another week to rest and recover maybe he will be back here in this next week um other notable players you're going to be without Randy Gregory Gregory Roussel whose name I spelled wrong in this graphic like really wrong um Micah Parsons, Trevon Diggs, uh, Matt Milano, Jordan Poyer. Those are your big names that are going to be out this week. Obviously, there's going to be auxiliary players off of that. Teron Johnson, um, you know, if you're playing Micah Hyde, you know, if you're playing Nasir Adderley, if you, you know, are playing Kyler, Kyle, Kyle Fackrell, you know, you're playing some of the deeper leagues, um, you're going to be missing guys there too. Anthony Barr, who was back this week, who's pretty much made Nick Vigil irrelevant. Um, you won't have them this week. So be aware of your bye weeks. Those are the primary teams that are on bye this week. Um, I have a couple of guys here who I have on my cut drop candidate list. I don't have a graphic for that. But um, essentially, Nick Vigil played 12% of snaps this week now that Anthony Bars is back. So ax him. You know, he didn't do anything. Um, now, if you believe in injury proneness, and you know Anthony Barr is going to be injured in a week or two. So maybe keep him on your bench. But. Um, and then Eric Rowe snaps were way down for the Dolphins. They played Javon Holland like a hundred percent snaps. So I don't know if his role is changing, if that was just the game, but it seems like he's not going to be overly useful for IDP fantasy football going forward. So he is definitely on a list of guys I think are cut candidates. Um, I might send out some more later in tweets this week, but like I said, follow me on Twitter at the IDP army and at 50 shades of drunk. Um, I tweet out stuff all the time. So, all right. So here are your waiver wire targets. Here's what you're here for. Okay. 
Obviously, because you're white, brought him up last week, brought him up two weeks ago, bring him up again. Number one linebacker this week can be played in the defensive back spot on Sleeper, our preferred platform for season-long fantasy. All right. Is going on a bye week this week. So what does that mean? That means you might be able to get him. That means somebody might drop him. Okay. He's probably going to be a less desirable piece. Everybody's very cocky about just picking up guys that are so great. Not if you pick them up first. So get Kazir White on your team. Uh, Damian Wilson, this is a fun one. Um, almost had him in the graphic. He was one of my sleepers coming into the year. It has taken some injuries for him to be more relevant. But uh, looking here, what I have written down, he, 12 tackles this week, only played at least 73% of snaps, but he has been up past that 80% the last two weeks. Um, Mac Jones, or not Mac Jones, uh, Miles Jack. How do I even get those mixed up? Um, Miles Jack, injured, didn't play this week. Damian Wilson did look like he was the primary guy. I would not prioritize him as much as I would because you're white. Also going on the bye week. Andrew Wingard also going on bye week. So maybe these guys get dropped. Um, keep an eye out. Um, they may not be like waiver wire targets like you were putting in a waiver claim for them now, but watch your waiver wire for them if maybe you miss out on somebody else or whatever. You you understand what I'm saying. You, you play fantasy football, I assume. Um, all right, Micah Kaiser, linebacker for Denver. Denver lost three of their linebackers uh, to injury. So Micah Kaiser, who has been playing like sub 50% of snaps, kind of special teaming around, got basically punted off the Rams, um, is essentially their best starting available linebacker left. So he's going to be someone you're going to want to look at. Uh, he's, he's probably on your waiver, so I imagine people have been cutting bait on him because he hasn't been doing anything for you, which has made sense, but now go look for him. Quincy Williams, he's probably not on your waiver wire. Another one of these uh, linebackers that has a DB eligibility on sleeper uh he's gonna be a great player going through the rest of the season kind of like kind of like because you're white i mean they've just got the role they've popped off and they've got this double tag which makes them extremely valuable in season long if you're playing um, on sleeper so he may be out there because they were on bye week this week tay crowder has been being more than serviceable in the departure of blake martinez so if he's still on your waiver wire he's been on the show a couple of weeks go pick him up juan bentley showed up had 13 tackles i believe or 11 tackles you can go get him, but I'm not like I put him on this list because I felt like he needed to have his name brought up at least once during the season on this channel. Um, so here it is. Here's his little cameo spot. Maybe this turns into something. Maybe it doesn't. I don't really trust it. But if you're in a really deep league, you know, you're starting four linebackers, and maybe three or four IDP flexes. And he's out there. Um, somebody else probably noticed that he popped off this week. Um, he has been having a reasonable-ish number of snaps. Not super high. I think he had like 45, 50 this week. Um, but he's um, – well, I can look it up right now. Yeah, 40 snaps. Not in, not a super incredible, but he did have 30 points. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's, he's worth picking up. Sean Chandler playing – I commented over him last week. He had an okay week, nothing to like really write home about, but I wanted to bring him up. Javon Holland, not an, again, not an incredible week this week, but he seems to have kind of taken over the primary safety role for the for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, last two weeks, 72 snaps and then 66 snaps, 100%, um, 12 and 13 points. Uh, I think there's bigger games coming for him. So uh, don't let him sit on your waivers if he's still out there. And you need some help, especially again with with again. This is why this is important. Is it's bye weeks. Like you don't just have your guys right now. Like your guys just aren't there. So guys like Sean Chandler, 
you know, guys like um, Micah Kaiser, they don't sound pretty. But when you're missing Matt Milano, you know, when you're missing Fred Warner, when you're missing Eric Kendricks, you have to play who's the best available. And in many cases, some cases, for some of you out there, that's going to be guys that are on waivers right now. Um, JOK, Jeremiah, Wusu Koromoa played the most linebacker snaps of any of the Browns this yes, this last week, yesterday. That's good. That's what you want. He's trending the right way. That We thought there was a chance coming into the season that he would be um, – be what and who he is, which is really, really good. He fell in the draft a little bit, kind of fell right into Cleveland's lap. Um, but they took him. Uh, his snaps are trending up. Um, been a little sub sub 50, 55 percent last four weeks. But then last week played 90 plus percent. This week played a little over 85 percent. Again, it was the most among all the linebackers, even more than Anthony Walker, who came back. So Jeremiah was if he's on your waivers, probably isn't anymore. But if he is, go get him. Jermaine Carter played all the snaps. Um, he didn't really do like anything super spectacular. I don't believe. I'm gonna double check that now. I think he had a what, eight or nine. Jermaine Carter. Okay. Come on, big dog. Jermaine Carter. Okay. Glad I looked that up. He had ten tackles yesterday. Eighty-three defensive snaps played by the Panthers. Wow, that's a lot. Um, Still only managed 19 points, so I imagine a good number of those were assists. Not great, but he was on the show last week. He's on the show again this week. Pick him up if he's out there. Damian Wilson brought him up just a minute ago, but if he's out there, go pick him up. And then Kevin Minter filled in for Levante David. Didn't do much, but this matchup against the Eagles this last week for Tampa Bay linebackers was already not super favorable. Um, so I'm not holding it necessarily against him. Again, we are in bye week, bye week hell's beginning. The churning process is beginning, so if you need him, go get him. Don't don't be hesitant. Don't be scared to pull the trigger on a player that's potentially going to help you win the week. And it is Tuesday, and if we learned anything last week, nothing is set in stone until lock on, on at noon Sunday. I mean, there were guys dropping like flies last week, Monday, two, I mean, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I mean, it was Terry. It was um, – I say that Mike Williams, it was uh, Nick Chubb. I mean, it was like every time you turned around, somebody who you thought, hey, okay, he'll probably play, was just like suddenly everything was shook. So um, get, get start getting guys on your team now, even if you're ahead three or four games. Like we're at the heart of the season. So nothing is nothing is finished by any stretch of the imagination. We're actually just getting where fantasy football gets tough. Um, all right, I got some questions here in the chat, so I'm a really nice guy, so I'm going to answer some of them for you guys. Do me a favor, thumbs up the video, subscribe to the channel, tell a friend, subscribe to the Patreon, go do some underdog drafts with me. All right, what we got here? This is from earlier in the show. Some of these will be old, so bear with me. TJ Watt ruining Pittsburgh shot at early draft pick. Yeah, I mean, he's got a ball. You know, He's trying real hard to get that defensive player of the year. Um, he's been robbed twice. I imagine he'll be robbed a third time, so that's life. For a Pittsburgh uh, T.J. Watt fan right now, at least he got his bag. At least he got that money. Um, is Zayvon Collins this year's Jordan Brooks? That's a really great question, a really great comp, and I could see it. I could see him being a really good IDP asset next season, kind of the way that Jordan Brooks is this year, but was not last year. Travis Knott on YouTube just picked up Bobby Okrecki and Kyle Duggar. Humphrey and Queen not producing, shaking my head. Yeah, 
Humphrey um, almost had a forced fumble last night or also a pick. The big plays aren't there like they were last couple of years. Tackles are still okay, but you really want to supplement that with a big play every now and then. And then Queen, he got hurt yesterday. It was like a quad injury or something. Left the game, did come back in is what I saw, but he only played like 30-some-odd percent of snaps. So that hurt on top of the fact that he's basically already just been hurting your team. He's basically been, you know, that gif of the the dudes um, and one's like, and he's like, legs are spread, just getting kicked in the nuts by the other guy. That's basically what Patrick Queen's been doing to you all season. Um, why is Queen so bad this season? I don't know, you know. Um, just things just aren't working out. Uh, they said the other day in the broadcast, um, I forget what, who said it, one of the commentators, but they had, had asked uh, the coaching staff, and they said he's, they flat out said, come through him under the bus, so he's not developing the way that they had anticipated. And then they went as far as to say that Malik Harrison, um, the linebacker from Ohio State, was actually developing better. So, I don't know. Weird. Weird situation. Losing Buffalo is going to hurt. I mean, is it? I mean, here's it's going to hurt people that have Josh Allen. It's not really going to hurt Stephon Diggs' managers. I mean, what's he been putting up? 16 points on a good week this season? I mean, fuck. Emmanuel Sanders, you'll miss him. You know, Teron Johnson. Here's one. Yeah, no, Teron Johnson is going to hurt coming in from Ravi on uh, on, uh, tw- on YouTube here. Um, just saw the Giants sign Broderick McKinney to their practice squad. Bernardrick McKinney. Ooh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Good catch there from Jeffrey on uh, on YouTube. Um, what else we got in here? JLK out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. Oh, no. Dang. All right, Derek dropping some heat in here in the chat. All right, I was just talking about Jeremiah Wusukormo apparently out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. How did I miss that? Oh, my gosh. Well, that sucks. Sorry, Browns fans. I mean, that flyout sucks. Um, I guess your pivot play here would be Mac Wilson or Sion Taki Taki. Um, but I really just want Anthony Walker, who was playing fine yesterday. Uh, didn't have as many snaps as Jock, but was playing fine. So if you're uh, hurting. Oh, here we go. Thanks for the Robert Quinn pickup. Played him yesterday. Told you, man. Even a linebacker. I mean... When you get a sack a week and you're playing like 80% of snaps, just put him in your lineup. Get him in there somehow. Um, and Robert Quinn's having a great year. Shout out to the man, Robert Quinn. All right, I see quite a few people in the chat still, which is dope. Thanks for being here. I appreciate that. Make sure you are checking out the underdogs. That's my new endeavor uh, for the channel, trying to grow. You know, Obviously, my content is IDP uh, specific or focused, but I mean, fantasy football is not one thing. It's many things. Um, so... I don't want to get pigeonholed into being the crazy IDP guy, even though that's exactly what I am. But I also, you know, I have other things. I want to be an underdog, so an underdog bro. So join me on underdog. Let's go win some money. Let's go take down a tournament or two this weekend. Um, Join myself and Dave Kluge. Maybe we'll start doing some live drafts with people. The problem is we do these drafts on Wednesdays when nobody wants to watch them. So we'll switch it up. We'll be here through the offseason. Appreciate everybody who joined the show, the stream today. 
check out the website. Like I said, idparmy.com if you want the rankings. Um, go subscribe to this podcast, the IDP Army podcast. Go subscribe to the underdogs. Um, subscribe to the channel. Give us a follow on social media. Hit me on social media with any questions you have at the IDP Army at 50 Shades of Drunk. So, all right, without further ado, that's it for me. I will see you all later this week with the rankings, with the underdogs. The OP podcast will be on the on the feed. Shit's popping off. It's getting lit. Let go. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hit the clock, tick blades on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you're switching it up and you're living it up. You ain't getting enough.